to them. Okay, so this is picture of Jesus Christ when he was ascended into the right hand of the Father for the feast of the ascension. We remember how that he called the apostles and the disciples on the mountain, which he assigned that he would meet them, and there he gave them the great commission. There were those power, given the ability, given the grace, in order for them to fulfill the great commission. When Jesus Christ says, go into the world, they were being authorized. They were being given power to carry out the plans and the purposes of God. That which the Lord Jesus Christ started. So he came into a journey, leaving the last to his disciples. So I would say that each and every one of us were given that talent. None of us would be able to say, I have no talents. I have no ability. Okay? If we are going to say that, then we are accusing God of favoritism. But it says, he called his own servant, his own, not the other people's servant, but his own servants he called and said, he delivered his goods to them. It says, he traveled to a far country. So this is the picture of the ascension of the Lord Jesus Christ. Ascending to the right of the Father. And upon ascending, he did not just leave the apostles, the disciples, without anything with them, but gives them the beauty, power, and the authority. So this is a picture of each and every one of us receiving something from God. Verse 15 through verse 18, there it was being uh, said, how much received one, the other, how much received the other, how much we also received. So there are five, there are two, there are one. According to their ability, according to how their Lord Sees them and knew them. Okay? So if the one received five, his Lord knew him better. His Lord knew what the capacity he has. The other also receives two because the Lord knew he can handle that. And the other one also receives one because the Lord also do he can handle that single thing. Okay? The Lord knew very well the servants, 
so was the Lord also knew us very well, each and every one of us. Why do I say that? Why do I say that God knew each and every one of us very well? God says, He created us according to His own image and likeness. And the Lord, He is a living, He is all knowing. Nothing is hidden in Him. There are no secrets in our lives that God didn't know. The very thoughts of our hearts, the very thoughts of our minds, He knew. And he knew, he understands us very well. To each was given, given talents, given ability according to their capacity. So if Adam receives five, don't be jealous. If you receive two, don't be jealous. If you only have one, don't be jealous. Okay? Literally, don't be jealous. And be thankful that God has called us and entrusted us with His goods. None is left behind. Not one would be able to say, I didn't receive anything from God. God did not give me the ability. God did not give me the talent. None of us to be able to use Jesus. I was not being power. I was not sent. I was not hope. The great commission is for each and every one. Jesus says, go into all the world, make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, teach them to observe all things. So when he demanded the apostles to teach them all things, those who would follow them would also receive the same instruction. And the generation after the apostles and the bishops in the first century of the church would also receive the same instruction and give them to the next generation. Until in our generation today, that same great vision that the apostles received is still working with us today. The empowerment, the calling, the sending, and the working still belongs to us today, not only the apostles. So verse 14, we understand we are called servants. This is what Satan would always write in his letter, in his to the churches. I call servant of the Lord and apostle of the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, though he is an apostle, he would always see himself as a servant of God. So God is reminding us 
that we are always to have that servant attitude, servant heart. So God calls us, empowers us, delivers us as students, giving us the talents and the ability. And verse 19, after a long time, the Lord of the servants came and settled the accounts of the dead. So this is now the picture of the Lord Jesus Christ was going to come back again. We are going to uh, celebrate two Sundays from now, Advent. Advent means coming. Yes, it came to us the first time, bringing salvation, bringing deliverance, bringing hope, giving us that assurance that when we call upon Him, He will answer us. That when we trust Him, He will never fail us. So that, what, uh, that is what the reason why the Lord Jesus Christ came the first time, that He might be restored. But the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ to speak to us of this calling. Says here, after a long time, after a long time, the Lord of the servants came and settled the cows with them. So each and every one of us again will face counting with the Lord. Not to be excused. Here in earth, if we have uh, an attorney, we don't want to face judges, we're going to send an attorney and the attorney will speak on behalf of us. But on that day, even the attorney, even the lawyer would face judgment. So we're not going to have a lawyer that day. That each and every one of us would face and would give account of that which God has given upon us. This is at the second coming. Yes, it says here that it took him a long time, right? It took him a long time. Many years, I've, even the, the first generation of the church thought that the Lord Jesus Christ would come very soon in their time. Okay? They believe that. We have talked about this many years ago. The Bishop has shared with us then, while he was still pastor. 1988. He's going to come again. Reasons why he's going to come again that time. But he didn't come. Says is going to come again in a time that we do not know. In an hour we do not know. So that's why our lesson last Sunday about the virgins that we are going to be watchful, be prepared. Now as he comes, we're going to face something with him. It took him a long time. It might be in our generation today or in the next generation. Doesn't matter whose generation is going to see the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, meet him in the air, 
doesn't matter who's generation. One thing is sure, he is going to come again. Each and every one of us will face an encounter. So we are going to face Jesus face to face. No attorney, no lawyer that would speak in our behalf. So each and every one of us is given the, the opportunity to face the Lord that time. So here are the servants. We're going to see something here that uh, we would like to really enjoy. First of all, so he who had received five talents came and brought five other talents, saying, Lord, you delivered to me five talents. Good. I have gained five more talents besides them. His Lord said to him, Well done, you are a faithful servant. You are faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of the world. So he also had received the talents, came and said, Lord, you delivered to me the talents. Look, I have gained two more talents besides them. His Lord said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. So the five talents that were entrusted to the servants increase. He makes a profit. Out of his life, he told what he received from his Lord. Because this is what the Lord is expecting from his servants to gain his profit. Same also with the uh, this to have received the talents. Profit is being expected. Okay, increase is being expected. So the first one came with he received five talents and Lord and have received five talents. Look, I have made five more talents. But look at the response of his Lord. Verse 21. His Lord said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. The Lord commanded, Well done. Good job. Great job. Kids, when they did something great in school, they received those stamps in their hands. They would show us up and says, I have received a great job. They were very proud of that. So, this is what his Lord commanded. Well done. Another thing that he says is that good. In a sense, because he makes a profit, he makes his increase not by deceit, not by fraud, 
taking advantage of others, but in a good way of benefiting, increasing our power. So that's why he did good. This is what uh, some commentary says. He profit not because of the seed bought or in any advantage that he's making business good way. So that's why this word says, well done, great job, good job. You have done what is right. You have done righteousness. You have made profit. Then he says, faithful. Faithful. He continues, you were faithful over your things. Okay. He says, faithfulness is also being required. Righteousness, faithfulness is being required that which God has been given. Look at the picture here. It says here, I will now make you ruler over many things. Okay. Verse 19 says, uh, verse 14 says there that he called his own servants. At first, they were servants. Now they were being installed into the office of a manager. No longer a servant, but a manager. He says, I will make you ruler. Now you are going to be a manager. You are now in promotion. Not a slave. Not a servant anymore, but a manager. Satan also, he says, the second one. He commanded the second one. Those at uh, that one who had received two talents. He presented to his Lord his talents. Not only his talents, but what he gave. Profit also that he gave. So his Lord says, Well done, good, faithful servant. You were faithful over a few things, and he also receives exaltation. Now I will also make you rulers of many things. So no longer again. He is a servant, he is a slave, but now he also is a man. He can now be able to be trusted and to manage these little things. The requirement is what? Because you were faithful over few things. 
this is the requirement. This is what God seeks. Things. And doing things for His ways, for His presence. This is the exaltation that these two receives because they were faithful over a few things. No longer slaves, but now they become a man. This Lord couldn't trust them over great things. They can manage because faithfulness that is born sick, they were able life. Now, as we continue, in verse uh, 24, says here, Then he who had received the one talent came and said, Lord, I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where you have not sown, gathering where you have not scattered seed. And I was afraid and went and hid your talent to the ground. Look, there you have what is yours. But his Lord answered and said, You wicked and lazy servant. You knew that I reap where I have not sown and gather where I have not scattered seed. So you ought to have deposited my money with the backers that my coming. I will have received that my own interest. Therefore, take the talent away from him and give it to him who has ten talents. For to everyone who has, more will be given, and he will have an abundance. But from him who does not have, even what he has will be taken away. So we see here this one who had received a single talent. is not mistaken. Okay? We might judge God, you were wrong. You were wrong in giving me such thing. You knew that I cannot do it. I have no ability. I have no gifts. I have no talents. You were wrong. You should have given that somebody else. God did not make mistakes. God cannot and will not make mistakes. Each and every one of us forgive We were called into one body and Every member of one body have a distinct function, distinct purpose, distinct ability. So we could not say, God, we're wrong. We might be placed at the feet, but hey, hands could not walk one kilometer, only feet does, right? Do you think your head can walk? Only the feet does. So this special action 
the peace has. We are being told that then we are given ability, given the strength, given the grace. So God, we're not wrong. Even if we have received one, because God knew we have the ability. It's not about the question of ability and capability. Look at the accusation that this servant says to his Lord. He accused the Lord of one thing that he is not. He says, Lord, I knew you to be a hard man. Reaping where you are not sown, gathering where you are not scattered seed. Is that, do you think, the nature of our God? Is that, do you think, the character of our Father? He accused his Lord of being happy. No. God is gentle. God is merciful. God is gracious. He accused his Lord of gathering where he had not scattered seed, reaping where he had not sown. But if we're going to make it to a realization, We are going to see and understand. He first loved us while we were still sinners. He chose to love us while we were still sinners. God loved us while we are still sin. This is God. He is not a hard man. His gentle, his merciful, his gracious. The accusation that this servant accused his Lord is incorrect. And so we can see here what his Lord commanded this one to have received one time. Did he say about ability? Did he say about capability? Did he say about talents? If you're going to read, it says here in verse 26, but his Lord answered and said to him, You weaken and lazy servant. Is it about talent? Is it about gifts? Is it about capability? Ability? It's not. But he commanded this one being wicked and lazy. Being negligence to that which is being trusted in. It's not a question about ability, talent, and capability. But the character also, this one, being lazy. 
obedient because he is acting because of what he says concerning his Lord. His Lord is being gracious to him. Giving him the ability, giving him the talents, giving him the privilege and the opportunity. Without one, but the Lord says, you weaken and lazy serve. That is what his Lord serve. Not about the ability and talents, not about capability doing things. He can. When St. Paul faces many things in life, the struggles, the testings, the hardship, he came to God and says that all these things that is happening to him, against him, even though he's fulfilling the plans that God has got in his life, But God is saying to him, God says to St. Paul, My grace is sufficient for you. My grace is enough for you to overcome such things, trials. The same grace also enables us to fulfill and even gain profit in this that he is expecting on each and every one of us. We will be given grace. Grace is always the word of us. So we have received five talents, we have received two talents, we have received one talent. God is expecting from us to trust him and to trust his grace. We can only do this by the grace the mercy of God. John, in his gospel, says, apart from me, you can do nothing. So we always need the grace of God for us to be able to fulfill this, to do this. Grace, grace more than sufficient for us to be able to accomplish. Let us all stand.